Hey everybody, I know I'm a little late because I was dealing with the brothers and you know how they get. All right, my bad, my bad. <clears throat> Hurricane, do another Inquisitor stream tomorrow. Um, yeah, if it if it uh if it makes sense, yeah, yeah. So tonight, I'm gonna talk about the little current current uh, social current event story that's that's pretty much popping up all over. It is uh, FKA Twigs. Um, she filed a, a lawsuit in uh, L.A. court today against Shia LeBeau. Now, I've heard other content creators talk about this case in a very almost in a non-surprising um, way. <laughs> their Their angle of attack was pretty much this is why you should be non-committal to women. And how women, it, it turned into a bash session. Um, that was their point of view. That was their angle. My angle is something a little different. I like to be objective as possible. Um, but yeah, their angle on the FKA Twigs was basically um, she is was either lying or exaggerating. And that just another attack on men. Blah, skippy, blah, blah. So I'm going to lay out what facts that I've. I know or what we know together I'm going to give my take a little, a little different take on on the, the situation with FKA Twigs now I, I don't know who doesn't who hasn't heard of her I you know I'm surprised that people don't know who she is um, I've been known about FKA for a long time now she's an incredible talent so that's part of the problem when you have men speaking on uh, these issues and you don't even know who the person is you never heard of the person or their works so that's another problem as well like i just i, I hate when the, the first thing they say is i don't know who this chick is let me let me look her up and see who she is i never heard of her well i need you to expand your, your scope of music you know but that's neither here nor there okay so here's what the accusations are and, um, of course, I don't have the actual documents. The documents have not been released to public, but it's been reported by the New York Times and whatever in what case. So, here's what we do know has been in, that's been listed in the documents. Okay, so, wait, 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 wait a minute. I don't know if I have another, just bear with me, bear with me. Okay. She's suing her former boyfriend, Shia LeBeau, citing his history of physical, mental, and emotional abuse throughout their relationship. This is coming from the New York Times. Now, how you feel about the New York Times is none of my business. 
she says, I quote, I like to be able to raise awareness on the tactics that abusers use to control you and take away your agency. This was filed in Los Angeles Superior Court. Court documents obtained by the Times claim that LeBeau subjected Barnett, that's her real name, uh, to relentless abuse while they were dating in 2018 and 2019, which includes sexual battery, assault, and infliction of emotional distress. Among other details, Barnett alleges that LeBeau often, often grabbed her to the point of bruising knowingly gave her a sexually transmitted disease and insisted upon a certain number of times Barnett had to kiss and touch him each day. She also claims to have feared going to the bathroom at night because LeBeau kept a loaded gun on his bedside table and she was scared he would mistake her for an intruder. She says, I quote, what I went through with Shia was the worst thing I've ever been through in my whole life. I don't think people would ever think that it would happen to me. But I think that's the thing. It can happen to anybody. Now. Okay. So now Shia made a response. He says, I'm not in any position to tell anyone how my behavior made them feel. He says, I have no excuses for my alcoholism or aggression or rationalizations. I have been abusive to myself and everyone around me for years. I have a history of hurting the people closest to me. I'm ashamed of that history and am sorry to those I hurt. There is nothing else I can really say. LeBeau also cited his ongoing struggle with PTSD and alcoholism and how he's currently a sober member of a 12-step program and in therapy. Okay. Uh, okay, so now an update says FKA Twigs further discussed her emotionally and physically abusive relationship with LeBeau and her reasons for going public with her experience. She says, it was hard for me to process too. During and after, I never thought something like this would happen to me. Um, she says, my second worst nightmare is being forced to share with the world that I am a survivor of domestic violence. My first worst nightmare is not telling anyone and knowing that I could have helped even just one person by sharing my story. Now. If we're just going to look at this thing objectively, this is, looks, it looks bad. But then once again, the defense would be for, for Shia is the timing is suspect because we live in the Me Too era. Okay. Now, um, there was one part that Shia admitted to that bothered me. Now, Shia is no stranger to being in trouble. We all remember the video of him being arrested and he was trying to, you know, basically go woke on the on the black cop, whatever the case may be. He's he's had his few run ins. Matter of fact, let's see what run ins we can pull up. OK, wait, wait, wait. OK, yeah, scuffles with law enforcement. 
Yeah, he's a he's a method actor. And why am I saying this? Because method actors basically have to kind of immerse themselves into their roles or they tend to do things, use substances or do things to open themselves up to the character so they can be in character. Method actors are really, really extreme, extreme people. They tend to stay in character throughout the shoot. Okay, so some actors can kind of come to set, read their lines and then kind of get into it. Method actors are like this 24-7, even sometimes after the shoot. Sometimes they have to go to therapy to kind of wean themselves off the character. Johnny Depp is one. Jared Leto is a method actor. I remember at one point LL Cool J tried the method acting, but he's not very good at it. So, um, And why I'm saying the method acting part is because uh, at one point... Shia LaBeau admitted to driving around and killing dogs so he can get his mind right to play a, a, a murderer. Okay. You understand? Like he went, he actually admitted running around town, driving around town, killing stray dogs so he can get into the mindset of a, of a murderer. This is who the fuck she chose to deal with. <clears throat> Now here's my angle. Here's my here's my different angle from everybody else cuz all these niggas in this space are going to say um the woman you know she's just ch- she's cloud chasing and um she's looking to take another guy down. It's a it's an extortion blah blah blah. I don't listen to that. Now there may be maybe there may be some truth to it. Um, you know, of course, you're going to go with the where's the police report and how come he waited so long and, you know, all that good stuff. But here's my take on it. Shia LaBeau is half Jew. Okay. He's half Jew. Let me let me pull it up real quick. LeBeau, born to a Jewish mother and a Christian father, has in the past professed substantial pride in being Jewish, going so far as saying that he feels cocky when saying he is Jewish. In his contribution to a book entitled I Am Jewish that came out in 2004, he says, I quote, not bad cocky, but good cocky. Because what I am really saying is that I am one of the few chosen ones out there. Okay. Now, subsequently, I believe on the set of Fury, he claimed he became a Christian, which is, you know, sounded nice. But once again, he's a method actor. So the character he played in Fury was a devout Christian. Okay. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Now, why am I mentioning that he's Jewish? Because if you read the Talmud, okay, everybody outside of the Jewish faith or religion is considered a Gentile. And in the Talmud, in the in the Talmud, it is basically religious law that you can treat Gentiles any way you want to. It's okay to lie to them. Steal from them, cheat them. They are in 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 the in the eyes of the in the in the law of the Talmud. They are lower than dogs. 
part of why this woman went through what she went through is because she was a Gentile in his eyes. Okay? This is a little bit deeper than Me Too. Okay? This is a little bit deeper than, um, <laughs> you, you know, um, it, this is why. Listen, this is why some of these niggas, uh, some of these niggas just fucked up, okay? I, I don't understand how no one mentioned this part of the story. This is a very integral part of why this woman went through what she went through, okay? Because basically, at the end of the day, he saw you nothing as less than. You are not, you know, you're not on his level, you know, at some to some degree, you're subhuman. You understand? And... If there's a time that she ever kind of bucked at him, he would have to remind her of her place in the hierarchy of their relationship. Okay, this is not just man superior, woman inferior. This is something religious. Okay, their religious law tells them to treat everybody else like like shit. And no one, there's no higher authority that can tell them otherwise. Okay, you have to read the Talmud, not the Torah. Don't play that game. The Talmud, it tells you. All right. I even did a breakdown of, of this shit. I think last year. But um, this is what all these Negroes are missing when they want to play the blame game and say the woman is at fault here or, or she has ulterior motives. Now, the sexual uh, battery is a sexual battery. It's one of the charges she's uh, she's accusing them of. Let me let me pull that up real quick. Let me pull that up. Hold up. Where the fuck is it? Okay, wait a minute. I, I swear to you, I had this all pulled up. I shit you not. It was all pulled up, ready to go. Now I can't find it. Ain't that about something? Okay, okay, okay. Sexual battery. So let's look up sexual battery in the state of California because one content creator, he read it and then put his spin on it. So now, in California, under, okay, any person who touches an intimate part of another person while that person is unlawfully restrained by the accuser or an accomplice and if the touching is against the will of the person touched and is for the purpose of sexual arousal, sexual gratification, or sexual abuse is guilty of sexual battery. Under California law, the intimate part required for sexual battery is a female's breast or the anus, groin, sexual organ, or buttocks of any individual. Okay. In order to obtain a misdemeanor conviction of sexual battery, the prosecutor must show the defendant touched an intimate part of the victim now what said content creator took out of this okay he, he read this verbatim and said well now that means you can't even touch a woman right he said you can't even slap your woman on the ass now or touch her and without uh fear of of, of you know being accused of rape and then he mentioned an interview he did with a guy whose wife accused him of rape. This is not the same thing. There's no correlation here. See, I like to do case-by-case case study. These niggas like to lump all this shit together and say, look, they're all like that. I don't do that, okay? Don't get me wrong. 
there are women who have made some malicious claims and 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 uh, allegations against significant others, partners, husbands. I get it. Okay? I get it. But in this case here, you can't throw it all together. It's not all inclusive. All right? So no, not, not there's no correlation here saying you can't slap your woman's ass. Okay? That's not what this says. Okay? So once again, you got to be careful of these guys that want to kind of put put you in a trick bag and say, no, this means you can't touch a girl's ass or you can't just give her a kiss or you can't, you know, you can't touch her titties or whatever. That's not what this says. Okay. Um, but here the problem is in this particular law, it refers to women. It refers to women. That's that this needs to be, re, you know, reamended or some amendments need to be added to include, you know, stuff for, I guess, with, with gay men. Because, you know, what if you're a straight guy and you get groped by a, a, a homosexual? You know, would you would that consider would that be considered sexual battery? So there is some problems with this with this uh, legislative information here. But getting back to the FKA twigs. Shia LeBeau thing. Um, Shia LeBeau had a former girlfriend that also accused him of abuse. Let me find. Let me see if I can find that part. So Shia, this is not his first go around. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. So let's get into some of the what is part of the lawsuit. Here we go. Okay. Just after Valentine's Day in 2019... And the musician FKA Twigs was in a car speeding towards Los Angeles. At the wheel was her boyfriend, the actor Shia LeBeau. He, he was driving recklessly, she said in a lawsuit filed, removing his seatbelt and threatening to crash unless she professed her love for him. They were returning from the desert where Mr. LeBeau uh, had raged out, raged at her throughout the trip. She said in a lawsuit, once waking her up in the middle of the night, choking her. After she begged to be let out of the car, she said he pulled over at a gas station and she took her bags from the trunk. But Mr. LeBeau followed and assaulted her, throwing her against the car while screaming in her face. According to the suit, he then forced her back into the car. That's kidnapping. You understand? If you move somebody... More than 15 feet against their will. That is kidnapping. That's California. Okay. The gas station incident is at the heart of the lawsuit that says Mr. LeBeau abused Twigs physically, emotionally, and mentally many times in a relationship that lasted just short of a year. Uh, Her aim in coming forward, she said in an interview, was to explain how even critically acclaimed artists with money... A home and a strong network of supporters could be caught in such a cycle. Mr. LeBeau responded Thursday to the concerns raised by Ms. Barnett and a second former girlfriend who has accused him of abusive behavior in an email that broadly addressed his conduct. Okay. Uh, Okay. Okay. Carolyn Foe, 
a stylist who is another of Mr. LeBeau's former girlfriends, described similarly tumultuous experiences to the Times, some of which also outlined in the lawsuit. Once, the suit says he drunkenly pinned her to a bed and headbutted her, enough that she bled. Afterward, she began to grapple with the idea that he was abusing her. I quote, so much goes into breaking down a man or woman to make them okay with a certain kind of treatment, she said in an interview. Okay. Okay. Mr. Le- here's, a, here's a crazy part. Mr. LeBeau has a long history of turbulent behavior. He's been arrested several times. Charges have been dismissed. Assault and disorderly conduct. Okay. In 2015, strangers recorded a video of him arguing with his girlfriend at the time, the actress Mia Goth, telling her, this is the kind of thing that makes a person abusive. <laughs> After the men recording Mr. LeBeau gave him a ride, he told them, if I had stayed there, I would have killed her. According to the video, Ms. Barnett said Mr. LeBeau would squeeze or grab her to the point of bruising, but she did not go to the police. She said first out of a misguided concern about harming his career and later because she thought her account would not be taken seriously and it would be futile. Okay. Okay, okay. In the lawsuit, Ms. Barnett describes how she met Mr. LeBeau in 2018 when she was cast in Honey Boy. And they started dating after the movie wrapped. The early days of their relationship were marked by his over-the-top displays of affection, she says, in the lawsuit, which helped earn her trust. So then they go on to explain... In an abusive relationship, there's often a honeymoon phase, as some experts call it, that builds intimacy and sets a benchmark for how happy the romance could be. It serves as a powerful lure. Though flashes of bliss may remain, they are meted out through increasingly controlling demands and impossible standards of behavior. In the lawsuit, Ms. Barnett and Ms. Foe said that Mr. LeBeau did not like if they spoke to or looked at male waiters. Ms. Barnett said she learned to keep her eyes down when men spoke to her. She also stated in the suit that Mr. LeBeau had rules about how many times a day she had to kiss and touch him, which he enforced with constant haranguing and criticism. Mr. LeBeau convinced Ms. Barnett to stay with him in Los Los Angeles, she said, rather than move back to London where she and her professional circle lived. So this is how you... Take the woman out of her element. You cut her off from her people. That way she's only relying upon the guy. That's old school tactic. That's old shit. Like that, I didn't know they still did this. It was a step toward her isolation. And she said he would often say that her creative team used her. A message that eventually led her to doubt them. But living with him became frightening. She said the loaded firearm. He didn't let her wear clothing to bed. It would spin a trifling disagreement over an artist she liked, and he didn't. For example, into an all-night fight, depriving her of sleep. (laughs) 
the situation came just as she was completing what became her most critically lauded album, Magdalene. Ms. Barnett said she found herself in stasis, struggling to fulfill her professional duties and confounding her friends and colleagues. Uh, longtime manager Michael Certain said this was an extreme change in her personality and character. The album's release was delayed multiple times and a tour was rescheduled at great cost. As Ms. Barnett grew more isolated, she said she felt as though her safety nets were unraveling. The gas station incident had happened in public, she said, and no one stepped to her aid. An early attempt she made to tell a colleague was brushed off. She said, I quote, I just thought to myself, no one is ever going to believe me. She said in an interview, I'm unconventional and I'm a person of color who is a female. Slowly, with the help of a therapist, she began to strategize her exit while she was packing to leave in spring of 2019. Mr. LeBeau turned up unannounced and terrorized her according to the sworn statement from the witnesses her housekeeper in the lawsuit when Ms. Barnett wouldn't leave with him the statement says he violently grabbed her he picked her up and locked her in another room where he yelled at her she says the whole time I was with him I could have bought myself a business flight plane ticket back to my four-story townhouse in Hackney and yet she didn't he brought me so low below myself that the idea of leaving him and having to work myself back up just seemed impossible in her lawsuit Ms. Barnett says she plans to donate a significant portion of any monetary damages to domestic violence charities she said it was a and actually a very expensive and massive undertaking of time and resources to get out okay so that's what she's alleging Okay, see, 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 listen, L look here, look here. See, this is, let me, let me go on a little tirade right now. Hold up. Let me, let me, let me, let me take a little left turn. See, this is why this shit ain't fun for me anymore. Because of dumbass comments like this nigga. See, it ain't YouTube demonetizing my channel. It ain't YouTube stopping my numbers my, my my subscribe numbers that burns me out it's dumbass comments from niggas like this okay y'all ain't got shit else better to do this is why your favorite youtubers quit because of motherfuckers like y'all like this nigga here okay you are the reason I, this shit's not fun for me anymore you are the reason why I don't go live like I used to a whole lot. I just put up pre-recorded videos because I don't want to deal with the fucking comments. You're the reason why my my settings on YouTube is so strict. So a lot of the dumbass comments that you think you're you're gonna send me, I don't get. Okay. I'm oh, sorry that I kind of that I just want to get that look off my chest. <clears throat> and get that nigga out of here. And 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 anybody that's get them out of here too. I'm not I'm not in the mood. Like and back on my little rant. So yeah. So what they don't tell you with this YouTube thing, as the bigger your numbers get and the more exposure and popularity you get, you get a little bit more testy with people. Okay, my tolerance ain't what it used to be. 
Okay. Unfortunately, new people that come in, you're gonna catch, the, you're gonna catch the tell. You gonna you, you might catch some hell for me. Okay. You may catch me in a very testy, short, um, uh, you know, mood. My responses are very curt, often insensitive, disrespectful because I'm I don't have time for the dumb shit. Okay. So, you know, and then, and then my man, keep it techie. What's happening, bro? I see you. Hey, my man, he's so, he's so cool with this shit. He be like, hey, y'all, listen, it's me, keep it techie, man. We're going to talk about Linux tonight. <laughs> he's so fucking chill with this shit. He's so fucking chill with this shit. Let me, oh shit. Let me get to my, my second, my second part of the rant. So the whole thing with, um. What's his nigga, the nigga name? Tiny, tiny, tiny Lister, Debo, right? I had made the video. So this is what happened. I came home from the gym. I hurt my back again. Same injury I had a year ago. The lower, my lower back. And that, that injury, you know, really had me close to in tears. That's, I mean, it was just a very, very bad injury. So I re-injured my back. I come home. I'm tired from the gym. My phone is blowing up about this nigga. All right. No, no, no diss to, to Tiny and his family, whatever the case may be. So I'm like, let me hurry up and do this fucking video so my phone can stop. It was 31 seconds. Okay. And I, yeah, it was, it came off insensitive and a little bit short, almost disrespectful. And I said, yeah, okay, look, the nigga is dead. Oh, look, they found him unconscious. Whoop de fucking do. How many times have we seen this story before? Okay. But no disrespect to, to him, to his legacy or his family. But I was I was just not in a very good mood. And um so I get these comments. Well damn, you why'd you even make the video? One woman and I and I, I cussed her ass out. I called her a bitch and everything. Like cause you give it, I'm gonna give it right back to you. Tenfold, alright? And um and my back is still, you know, it's the pain is manageable. I don't have any fucking pills on me because my wife is bullshitting, sending me the fucking pills. But um, I don't owe you people anything. This is the problem I'm seeing. It seems that people think I owe them something. I don't owe you anything. I take time out of my day. Listen, and y'all know, y'all know I'm not a money hound. I don't tell you to hit the cash app. I don't tell you to hit my PayPal. I don't tell you to, f- to hit the fucking likes. I don't tell you to do none of that shit. Okay? I don't expect anything. Okay? I'm not like these niggas over here. I don't remind you to pay me for my time and services. I don't remind you to do that every fucking five minutes in a goddamn stream. I don't do that. Okay? But in the same breath, I don't owe you anything. I don't. And so every once in a while, I got to remind people of their place in my life. Okay? You're not one of my wives. You're not one of my guys. You're not my daughter. You're not my parents. So obviously, your hierarchy in my life is very, very low. Okay? Half you motherfuckers I don't know exist. No disrespect. But half you motherfuckers I don't know exist. Okay? All these niggas that make videos about me, I don't know you exist until someone brings it to me. I don't care about you like that. You don't matter to me like that. Okay? This shit used to be fun. Now it's turning into a fucking chore. 
I don't want that to happen. I want to keep doing this. But some of you motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? And then when I come back and, when, uh, and, and then when I return fire, man, Sly, he's an asshole. He done changed. You fucking right. Yes, I've changed. I'm tired. Some of you motherfuckers just don't get it. Right? I'll do a story. And then somebody was like, well, can you post a link? What do you mean post a fucking link? It. I just did the story for you. Which, what the fuck is wrong with your phone, your laptop? You know? Like, some of you motherfuckers are just so entitled and so ungrateful. And then you wonder why I have such a very low negative viewpoint on black people. I don't get no shit from white folk. None. None. Okay. 1%, 2% white folk get crazy with me. You know, but they don't get crazy like, like black folk. And then I had one lady. When I was doing the... uh the federal execution videos. I like your videos. I do like them sometimes. But you say nigga too much. Bitch. 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 You know what's funny? When I... uh because everyone watches me and they watch you you watch all of us and y'all think oh I could do this shit too right and then those that kind of venture up here and right and they never show their faces and shit they talk all this bullshit but they never show their fucking face you know what I'm saying never ever but that's not that's another thing but um you watch this and be like I can do what he does and then I give you an opportunity to get up here for an interview and motherfuckers get scared. They're like, wait, 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 wait. Is are you gonna record this? Wait, 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 wait. Is it gonna be live? Wait, 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 wait. You're gonna show my face? So it's okay for me to do it, but not you. <laughs> make that shit make sense. So it's all good when I'm up here talking shit and running my mouth, right? And saying all types of stuff, and you're like, yeah, yeah, go slide, go slide. And when it's your turn to do it. You, then you get cold feet. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, okay. I mean, I get it. Okay, it's cool. It's cool. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I kind of went off the rail. Wait, wait. Flossy said what? <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, this shit. If you're not mentally tough already. It will get to you, you know, sometimes because some some days you just be like, did you really just say this? You know, like. <laughs> perfect example, you have some some YouTubers, they got big numbers, but they got they got thin skin, right? They get mad if they threaten to sue people for libel and slander if you critique th- their talking points or, um, y- you know, if you question their mannerisms, these motherfuckers getting their feelings and shit talking about. I'm gonna sue you guys for slander and libel. Oh, nigga, you the big nigga on the on the on at the mountaintop. If you didn't want to be there, get your ass off. Hey, you know what? That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, so we off FKA Twigs and Shia LaBeouf. Listen, either you believe the bitch or you don't believe the bitch. It's just that simple to me. I personally think the Shia LaBeouf is off his rocker. To a certain extent, he may have done some things to this woman, you know, but the timing is bad. It's a bad climate. And um, 
you know, like I said, she filed a lawsuit. So, you know, whatever the case. But let me let me get on on this 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 nigga at the mountaintop. So you got a certain nigga at the mountaintop. Okay, Afro Samurai. I love Afro Afro Samurai. Okay, Afro Samurai. His daddy was number one. There's two headbands. Headband number one. Headband number two. His daddy had the number one headband. And so in Afro Samurai, the universe, okay, everybody's fighting to claim the number two headband for the right to challenge the number one headband. Okay, so when you're number two, you're always under the gun. Just hear me out. You're always being tested by somebody that wants to take the number two spot for the right just to challenge the number one headband. So I think the guy named the character's name is Jonah. Jonah wins. He's number two. He comes looking for Afro Samurai's daddy. Okay. So you know Afro's a little kid, and he's like, "Oh, okay, we got another challenger, daddy. We going okay, daddy got this. Daddy gets his head cut off. Daddy loses right in front of the little Afro. So he sees his killer, and Jonah tells him, "Hey, kid, when you're ready, come see me. Okay, just like in um, Kill Bill." When Vernita, um, Vivica's character, Vernita, got killed by Beatrice, she told the little girl, hey, kid, when you're ready, I'll be waiting. Okay. So, we got the, the sweet nigga at the mountaintop. Okay? He is, these niggas new God. He is the bee's knees. He, you know what I'm saying, he is the man. Okay, he got these niggas wearing suits. He got these niggas feeling insecure about themselves. He got these niggas to the point where they want to dress and walk and talk like him. I never, ever seen so many insecure niggas in one space in my life. Do you understand? Now, we've had niggas... Come through in suits before. Edine Cole kept a suit on. Child molesting ass sent for the pee. I can't stand that nigga. But he keep a suit. The style OG. He wears a suit. But never not one time. Did you ever see these niggas. You know. Fall in line and be like we need to be like them. No, somehow this nigga here has convinced 90% of these goofball niggas that they got to look like him, talk like him, sound like him, mannerisms like him, same topics as him. You niggas for the last two months have not had one original content thought without this nigga's dick. And y'all fucking mouths. For the last two months. You niggas have not had one. Post of anything original. With, uh, when it comes to women. Without this niggas dick. In your fucking mouths. You niggas disgust. The fuck out of me. You niggas ain't men. That's not what fucking men do. You niggas was doing just fine on your own. You don't need this dude. What happened to 
standing on your own fucking square. So your little island ain't good enough. You want to go to his island. Where all the freaks and geeks hang out. So your shit ain't good, good enough. But his shit is. So all you niggas getting your little life rafts. And your, and your little boats. And your paddle feverishly to get to his fucking island. Because every night there's a fucking party. And all the wild shit is going on. All the Greek and Roman shit is over there. Right? All the salaciousness and debauchery is over there. And you niggas want to be a part of that shit. So you go over there. Paddle your little fucking boats. You get on the fucking docks. You put on your fucking uh, your tutus and your fucking um, your tunics and shit. <laughs> right? Hold up, hold up, wave it. You put on your fucking tunics. And you get your asses over there. And you do all types of weird fucking shit. For acceptance. Right? You feel like you're, you're part of the in crowd. You, you feel like if I could just touch the hem of his garment. That's what you niggas sound like. You niggas sound like if I could just touch the hem of his garment. I too would be blessed. What part of the fucking game is this? When did men. Well who I perceived as men. Decide to, to kind of take on the woman's role. And, that, and, and once again. You want to bitch and complain about what women do. And you and you bitch and complain that women ain't submitting to you niggas. I wouldn't. What woman would you would expect you to submit to a nigga that you clearly display um, every night that you you ain't got shit that she wants. Okay, I get it. I get it. Yes, motherfuckers want to talk shit to women, but don't have the wherewithal to do so. I get it. Okay, but guess what? Every man ain't created equal. Some men just have it. Unfortunately, you niggas don't. A lot of you niggas don't have it in you like that. And it shows. Okay? Um, damn. I want to go at... I want to say niggas' names, but... I want to be respectful. Hold up. Oh, wait a minute. You know what's weird? My phone, right? My phone. I'll say certain words... And it'll start saying, I didn't understand that or calling somebody. Like, my phone is listening to me. This is crazy. Like, it's been like this for, the, like, the last week or so. But, um. <laughs> my bad. I'm sorry. I'm going through my messages real quick. Okay. Okay. So, let me get back to my, um. <sighs> so. All, all of, all of your, uh, your fallen heroes. Every night, you niggas will watch his shit, and then come back and make a further assessment on what he already broke down. So you mean to tell me y'all gonna break down his own shit? You understand? Like when we do, when I do movie reviews. And I, I be trying to break shit down. I can only go to a certain extent. Because I didn't create it. I wasn't the writer. You understand? I can only pick out certain things that I recognize. And I can only uh, assume this was the message. But for me to sit here and break down a movie and, and tell you. Well, this is what Chris, Christopher Nolan really meant. I can't do that. Because I'm not Christopher Nolan. I wasn't there with him in the writing room. 
Okay, I wasn't there writing this shit with him 24-7 when he was drawing, writing the script. I can only assume off what I see and what images he's given me. I can follow the breadcrumbs only so far. Right? So you mean to tell me <laughs> you niggas are going to break down his shit even more than what he already done did? So for the last two months, y'all have been so fucking stagnant and lacking in content. All y'all do is make shit off what he done did. That's not progression. That's regression. That's basically like early forms of hip hop. I can't write or produce. I mean, I I can't play an instrument. So what I'm going to do is sample this classic song here. I, I don't I can't read sheet music. I can't play the drums or the piano. But what I can do is just use this machine here. I can sample what you done played and put some shit on top of it. And I'm going to call that music. And then when the old heads would be like, this ain't music. This is this is basically stealing without permission. You're not adding to my shit. You're taking away from it. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> I, I've had to unfollow. a Unsub from a lot of dudes. In this space. Dudes that I, I, I genuinely like. But you niggas have lost. Your way. Badly. Badly. Now let me get back to the nigga. At the, at the mountaintop. The nigga with the thin skin. So. If you're in the business. The first thing you learn. You must develop tough skin. Period. I don't care what your industry is. I don't care if you're costume designer. Makeup artist. Artist. Director. Writer. Cameraman. Grip. Boy, Dolly, boom a mic operator. I don't give a fuck what it is. The first thing you learn is to have thick skin. Okay? It's clear to me he doesn't have thick skin. Okay? So what happens is when you give this nigga all the attention he's been asking for, that he's been wishing for, that he's done things to to get and attract, and when he gets it, then he then he has a problem when it's not all positive, when people find chinks in the armor or have legit criticisms, he has a problem with that. He gets flustered, his feathers get ruffled, his suit button pops open and shit. Okay. The last time I checked. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. This is what you asked for. Number one. You asked for this. You prayed for this. Right? How many people have you used and gotten next to and ripped off and gotten information from to get to this point? You asked for this. And now the universe has given you exactly what you asked for. Now you have a problem with it. Now you're complaining and shit. Now you want to talk about I want to sue for libel. Where, nigga? Where? You got time like that? To sue people that don't matter to you? 
Nigga, we don't pay your bills. We don't pick out your suits. We don't, you know, why would the the opinions and critiques of people that you don't know, that you will never see in life, bother you to the point where you would take time out your day to address us? We don't matter in the grand scheme of things. You understand? And um, so, yeah, it's clear to me he ain't got tough skin. Yo, homeboy. You ain't gonna last long if you, you you keep bitching and whining and crying like a girl. You sound like a little girl to me. So all you niggas, y'all follow a little girl. You guys follow a little girl. They're being mean to me. They're not nice to me. They call me names. This is y'all leader. A little girl who acts he acts like a little girl. When he doesn't get his way. When he doesn't get his validation. But then I guess all you niggas pretty much gravitate towards each other anyway. Right? And and, and every every night these goofballs all pretty much huddle around each other. You know what this reminds me of? Remember in the iRobot? When the computer system brought in the new robots and pushed the old ones out. They all got shipped out. Remember when Will Smith's character went out to the to the to the shipping yard and you had the cargo containers all filled with the old broken down robots and they were all huddled together? That's what you niggas are. You y'all them old broken down robots that got replaced and you niggas find solace and you huddle together. That's what you that's what you niggas are. You niggas are Oh my Okay, so yeah, number one, um, please, just for the sake of, of whatever manhood you have left, stop bitching and complaining. Enjoy the ride. Because at, at some point, this will all go away. Do you understand? Enjoy what the universe has given you. Good, bad, all of it. This is what the fuck you asked for. Okay? Keep your eyes on the fucking prize. Okay? But don't get mad when number two shows up looking for a fight. I'm not him. You don't mean nothing to me. But don't be mad when the number two headband shows up and says, nigga, I, I can take you. I see flaws. I see flaws. I can take you. Okay. That's just life. You, you know, what, what part of life would, as a man, do you not get challenged? You know, what, what did, what did, um, vision say in, in, in age of Ultron? He said, power invites challenge. He said, power invites challenge. So right now, these niggas are too scared to really say something to him or address him because they perceive him as powerful. But I assure you, there's somebody out there watching. It's going to take a while, but he's out there watching. And he's sizing this dude up. He's taking notes. 
and he's just slowly plotting his his he's buying his time eventually number two will show up and when he does we're all gonna know about it okay so number two if you're out there watching take your time bro you got time your time is coming you'll get your opportunity you know when you run through these goofball minions these these fucking these puppets and these fucking clowns and you know these followers and shit take your time number two take your time okay because it going up the mountain that's the adventure right that's where you learn that's where you learn the most is, is is the adventure going up the mountain on your way to number one okay it's not when you beat number one it's getting to number one getting through all the challenges and obstacles that's the real the business getting to number one when you when you finally get up there then you're like ah the hard parts are already over I showed up okay um so yeah like I said y'all this is his time congrats to him but in the same breath nigga you cannot complain about what you've asked for okay so I, I highly suggest you develop tough skin ASAP because if you think us little people over here are a problem, then you're not ready for mainstream like that. Which, which, I have a question. I mean, if you're used to mainstream stuff, this should be nothing to you. But mind you, this is the same guy. He said this. This is the same guy that said he was in the fight club at the age of 40. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me pull that back. This is the same guy that said he used to get into fight clubs at the age of 40. You mean underground fight clubs? Right, you see he didn't respond to Creole. <laughs> wait a minute, y'all. This nigga, he said that. He said that. He said he used to engage in, in fight clubs at the age of 40. Let me Now, I'm 45. The last sanctioned fight in a ring that I was in, I was... Mm, really, right before, right before California. 98, 97? And, um, yeah, the time it would take a 40-year-old to prep for a fight. Now, like I said, he said it was underground. So that means, I guess, you just show up and you put on your gloves and you get into it. Okay, nigga. (laughs) Okay, I mean, I mean, I, I got a buddy. Out in uh, San Diego And he For the, like the last Four years He was like Sly come on Get back in the ring bro Like just try one Just, just You know I'll help Get you through it The thought Of me I, I would I want to do it But the preparation Do you understand Do you understand What it would take How, it, I would need Six months At At minimum Six months To train For a fight You know what I'm saying Like 
and then the mental preparation for that. Okay. Okay. I, I think I'm off my rant now. Um, <laughs> I'm off my rant. I'm, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Um, like I said, it ain't, I'm don't, I don't, I'm not, mal- I don't mean to be malicious, but it's just some things is like, come on, y'all, y'all, you guys are killing me right now. You guys are, you guys are killing me right now. Um, I'm sorry that the women you want don't want you. Um, the simple solution would be to go for women that want you. I could be wrong. I don't understand spending hours a day talking about women you that make bad choices, right? That 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 don't want you. So then you talk about the women that do want you and make the good choices, and you will pursue those women. I I I don't know. I don't know. Um. Wait wait wait. Diana said I dated a boxing trainer, and I couldn't watch him work. He was so hard on, the, on his boys, but I know it was necessary. Yo, like I said, he said. <laughs> Listen, you know what? I would I would train for that. I would train to, I, I would I would love to see this dude in the ring. I would personally take six months off my schedule to train to see this dude in the ring. Ring, octagon, it doesn't fucking it doesn't matter. I would love to see this dude for myself in person. Like I really want to see if you you know what I'm saying? Like it's just Okay. Okay. Um, I think that's it. Let me get out of here. I ran my mouth for too, too, way too long. I just wanted to, to break down the FKA Twigs versus Shia LeBeau thing. Uh, more than likely, it'll probably be settled out of court. I don't see criminal charges be filed. It's, it seems like more like a civil complaint than anything. But nonetheless, yeah, Shia's got some issues without question. Um, you know, FKA's got some issues as to why... She waited so long, or you saw red flags with this dude. She got away from him in a lot sooner. But you know, we all tend to overlook red flags in the beginning. A lot of us do. So, um, yeah, it's it's uh, as my man curious. <laughs> Yo, sub to his his channel. All that scary, spooky, mystery stuff. I love I that. He's by far like I love Curious World channel. Yo, sub to his channel. Like he's the only guy I would like ever fucking like. Like that's my guy. Like you better sub to his channel. So yeah, all that he covers that shit, and and he and he's from across the pond. So he got the accent that y'all lo- y'all love so much. He's got the accent. <laughs> he's got the accent. <laughs> oh, you not from the states? <laughs> he said, Curious, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey bro <laughs> listen like i so it was one story i forget what story you did bro and it was at night and i had you playing i was like i can't listen to this shit. it's just too, it's just too scary i had to turn you off bro and listen to you in the morning <laughs> i forget what story it was but it kind of spooked me out i was like ah let me no no well, i'll listen to you in the morning bro troy what's happening hey pre- pre- appreciate it appreciate it appreciate it thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you um, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't want to get too long winded with this, y'all. I, I apologize for the rants, but 
you know, we're humans too. And um, just sometimes people forget. They're so used to seeing us on a regular basis. And it's like, oh, I don't think nothing about whatever day he had. You know, so every once in a while I get testy. So forgive me. You know, I'm still learning. So, wait, wait. Samai says, I, I can't watch. I can't watch those type of videos. Watch it in the daytime. Watch it in the daytime. Like all this, 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 this paranormal shit. I'd be like, no, nah, man. Do you get the scene shit on the wall? Be like, is that, is that? It doesn't help the situation. It doesn't help. <laughs> oh, yo, Ryan. No, me and Ryan are good. I listen, I told Ryan, whenever you're ready, Ryan is living his best life right now. I follow, we're on, we'll be on the IG talking. So Ryan knows he, when he tells me he's ready, I'm here for him. But Ryan is out there living his best fucking life, man. So guns and weed. <laughs> guns, weed, and money. <laughs> That's what Ryan's doing right now. He ain't worried about no fucking YouTube. All right. Ryan is not worried about no motherfucking YouTube. Ryan is like, nigga. I'm like, yeah, bro, I see you. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> um. So, yeah. If anything else, I'm going to get out of here. Um, let me go through the comments real quick. I'm sorry. There's way too many of y'all to shout out. Please forgive me. Wait. Uh, you bought this new cologne. Hey, that's... I mean, listen. That's cool. You know? Listen, I... The wife just bought me some Isimiyaki Inuit. You know, I, I I can't wait to try that shit. But, um. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Keep it techie. I need to go listen to Corey's, uh. What he said about him. Because I personally. I, you know, I got my issues with Corey. But, you know, as far as roasting, I would never step to Corey on, on a roast shit. I was like, look, nigga. I'm not here for the jokes. Because you will beat me in jokes. Fuck all that. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Um, okay. I think that's it. I'm out of here. Y'all have a good night. Peace.